Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown with three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown. You get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at Wilmington and beaches vacation.com. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at microsoft.com/ai-for-all. Stop punishing yourself with bland, chalky protein shakes and fuel your fitness with the best protein in the game at GNC. We've got the hottest brands and flavors that legit taste like cookies, your favorite cereal, indulgent desserts, and more. It's on at GNC. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. right the first uh, week is almost in the books and uh sooner or later sooner or later we're actually going to be talking about the actual game that's that's ahead of us between the Bengals <clears throat> excuse me and the Rams but uh until then before then there's plenty of other stuff to get to yesterday obviously we spent uh the entirety of t- the show talking about one Mr. Tom Brady of course because he officially officially announced his retirement, and uh, this show is always welcome to any sort of Tom Brady talk that, that is never going to be shot down. I will always welcome it, even if it's uh, not the point of topic. But today, today, we do have some other things to get to. Um, I will mention real quick, though, uh, for all the all the folks out there, you know, worrying or talking about relationships, um, Bill Belichick called Tom Brady the best player in NFL history. Um, I, I, I think that was a very you know, very thoughtful, uh, very specific use of word. I mean, he didn't say quarterback. He didn't say Patriot. He didn't say this. He didn't say that. He didn't say of this era, of the Super Bowl era. He said the best NFL player of all time. And, you know, if there if there's any authority that's still alive right now that's qualified to speak on those type of terms, I'd say it's Bill Belichick considering, well, the guys that are in contention for that best player of all time, he's been around them. 
<laughs> and he's been around the game for, for, for quite some time. Yeah, he's, he's coached one. He's coached against three. And he's friendly with the other guy that I would put my top five. Obviously, Brady, I have at number one. Jim Brown yep. at number two. Who Jerry Rice and, and uh, Russian, uh, yep. Jerry Rice he coached against. He coached, obviously, Lawrence, Lawrence Taylor. Yep. And he coached against Reggie White. I mean, I think that's mm-hmm. the consensus top five players in league history, especially if you're not going to just put all quarterbacks in there. So, yeah, he. I mean, he's a you know historian, uh, among mm-hmm. other things. So I'm glad he said that. I would prefer greatest rather than best, but that's okay. No, I'm, I'm, glad, I'm, glad, I'm glad he said best because all the dumb – okay, I'm going to censor myself there. All the knuckleheads out there that for, for, for the last couple of years have picked up this 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 uh, <laughs> cause to, to try to explain how greatest of all time and best of all time are, are somehow different, although they're synonyms. Like, explain that to me, John. Like, how how have we gotten this, – this is how wacky people have made uh, – uh, sports discussion because of Tom Brady. Like, you have people out here arguing that greatest and best are not the same exact thing. When they are. (laughs) They are. Like, like, that's not my opinion. (laughs) That's just the the laws of English and how the English language works. Like, you know, say what you mean and mean what you say. So when when you say, no, he's not the great, he's the greatest, but he's not the best. Well, well, that just, no, that's, that's dumb. (laughs) That doesn't make any sense. Logically, uh, in English, anything. So um, I'm I'm almost glad he said best because anytime any sort of <clears throat> excuse me, but you know you know remember goat versus boat, which which was you know again silly to begin with. But I'm glad he said best because now we can use that as <laughs> as ammunition for anyone who says otherwise. So no, uh, end of the day though, I mean it was it was a great statement uh, uh, from again you know people sit there so you know I I'm sure there are people out there trying to you know tell us how they're smarter than Bill Belichick and how Bill Belichick is wrong. But um, regardless of the fact that obviously they coached or he coached him and they they worked together for 20 years, um, Bill's not, just not going to say that. I think it was a tremendous compliment and well-deserved. And, and, and quite frankly, I'm looking forward to this uh, a moving past, hopefully, this 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 era of of picking and choosing who had more credit and who you know hates who more. When it's just like you know what, I just want to be able to look back and enjoy what we saw from those two for the last twenty years, and not deal with the the stupid idiotic middle school drama that seems to be the the focus of everyone's conversation when it comes to this. And it shouldn't be because then again, it just, it, it just kills the moment. It kills the situation. And I'd rather just appreciate it. And it was, it was a nice thing from Bill to, to say that. And certainly as a Brady fan, something I will uh, certainly <laughs> not ever live down. The fact that he called him the best player in NFL uh, history. Deservedly so. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, he is. And uh, Joel said it best. He is the bestest. <laughs> I don't know if that's bestest. quite English, Joel, but uh, I will accept it. And it's better than uh, trying to convince someone that greatest and best don't actually mean the same thing. So, all right. So this should have been the goat. He's also the boat now. The yeah, he, he's the time. goat. He's the boat. He's he's there. There's no there's no sense in in parsing the title. We've never done that before, ever, ever. I mean, it's only happened now because people can't explain how Tom Brady, 199th overall pick, is as, is as successful. But, you know, again, I think even the, the I mean, even the biggest, you know, and you're, you're one of them, one of the biggest Aaron Rodgers supporters, you know, maybe this was the year they finally were just like, you know what, I, I see there's, I, maybe I can't explain the difference because it's hard to explain. There, there, there's no, like, 
clearly obvious thing that you can point to to say this is why well i mean you can you know what i'm saying though john like you there's no metric there's no easy way to quantify you know why brady is better than rogers but i i think even kind of the biggest hardcore rogers fans even packers fans are like you know what i i love i you know wonderful quarterback to watch great quarterback had a great career but he just is lacking something and it's not a bad thing because it's like what we talked about yesterday, John. The the perspective, the 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 how how do you frame his career discussion? Well, are you framing it up against Tom Brady's? Or are you framing it in a vacuum, which what it should be is in a vacuum? Because if it is, you can sit there and say, "Wow, I mean, Aaron Rodgers. We shouldn't be talking about him as a as a quote unquote choke artist at this point. We should be talking about him as having one of the greatest quarterbacking careers in NFL history." But we're not. We're talking about his failures. You know why? Because he's constantly put up against Tom Brady, and it's not fair to him. I mean, good God, it's not fair to him because he's not going to be able to live up to that. And that's not his fault. That's not on him. That's that's every quarterback in the history of this league. So it may seem like I'm picking on Aaron Rodgers, but I'm not. I, I but I do think there is a segment of of the fan base. I think part of it too is like, look, Tom Brady's retired, so they can breathe. You know, they can. Oh, thank God. Right. You know, so maybe they can. You know, maybe come out of that fog and sit back and be like, you know what? You know, got to tip your hat to him. There, there's a reason why, like, you know, uh, there, there's certain stats like the, the, you know, I always talk about it all the time, the the winning when when throwing more. I mean, there, there's no player in the – someone posted a graph yesterday. This is where graphs actually come in handy to kind of visualize the, the massive gap between some players in, in terms of certain accomplishments. And when you look at a graph of – uh, first of all, there's two of them. One, this was actually really, really cool. I saw this. Uh, down 10 points in a game. Tom Brady, like you have every quarterback in the history of football is grouped together in the bottom low third of the graph. Okay, John? And then Tom Brady, upper right-hand corner. <laughs> you know what that means? He is one of one. He is a very unique, very once-in-a-lifetime type player, meaning he wins more than any player in the history of the league when his team is down by at least 10 points in a game. And, you know, you you couple that with his, you know, again, if you looked at a graph of quarterbacks who attempted 45-plus passes, uh, 50-plus passes, and and correlated that with their wins-loss record, once again, he'd be in the far right corner. Everyone else would be grouped together, you know, on the opposite side. Because, again, that's not a knock on those quarterbacks. That's just how... The game is played, unfortunately, or, or fortunately, depending on how you're looking at it, Tom Brady bucked the trend, and, and that's why his career is going to be um, very unmatched, and, and I think it, it's going to be quite a long time before we see, um, <clears throat> I, I, you know, I think it would be quite quite some time before we see anything even come close, if, if that. I mean, maybe not even in my lifetime um, that we, we might see it, because again, it, it's not only the greatness but it, it's the it's the length of time, which I, I don't think, you know, when we talk about, you know, I, I don't know about you, John, but I'm, I'm big into like space documentaries, like the universe and, and, and all that type of stuff. I, I like to enjoy stuff that I really don't understand. <laughs> it makes me feel smart. Um, and and sure. at least I can I can pick up some talking points to you know, kind of fool some people on the outside. But uh, the, the point is, I, I, I'm fascinated sometimes with just how much we don't understand some of the numbers that they put out for us. So like, you know, when when you talk about the distance between here and Mars, like that that's a number that's so hard to quantify 
or so hard for a normal person to visualize. When you say, you know, 50 million light years away, like I have no concept of how far that is. And most people don't, unless you're, you work in physics and understand the, the, you know what I mean? The, the, the actual, uh, meaning of all that, but that's, that's what we're, that's what we're seeing almost with Tom. It's like, there, there's no, it, it, you can't quantify, you can't visualize the amount of time that he would had been successful. I mean, it, it's, it's people will say, Oh, Patrick Mahomes or Oh, Aaron Rodgers or Oh, this, but like, yeah, it's great. They could have great seasons. You could have a quarterback come in and have five unbelievable seasons. And yet they would only be just a blip on the path to Tom Brady. You know what I mean? And and that's that's what I think is is one of those things that's always going to be kind of, you know, maybe a year or two after, you know, from now when when he's been on, you know, out of the league for a couple of years, I think maybe maybe you start to see those numbers a little bit better and understand like okay, maybe Patrick Mahomes goes another couple of years without sniffing the Super Bowl, then you're like, "Wow, okay. Now I understand." Now I understand how massive of a number that is. Like to get from, you know, one or two Super Bowls and playing 10 years to get to seven and playing 22, that's like going from Earth. First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks and automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations so you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology, real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. To the moon, and then Earth, to like Jupiter. That's what we're talking about here. That's how big of a gap and how much, um, you know, how, how crazy it is when you think about in totality, uh, what his career is in relation to a lot of others. And, um, hey, look, he's also, guess what? The league's second leading receiver in his 40s, <laughs> trailing only Jerry Rice <laughs> by roughly 2,400 yards. But <laughs> but his six yards are good for uh, second best, which is outrageous if you think about it. Like, think about this, John. Andrew Whitworth, imagine if they call an offensive line play in the Super Bowl. Andrew Whitworth could catch a pass for seven yards and he would move past Tom Brady as the leading, uh, the second leading receiver in their forty. That that's that's kind of that's kind of crazy. But yeah, Whitworth is four years younger than Brady, which is amazing. <laughs> yeah, and he's the old grizzly veteran in the in the Super Bowl. But um, no, anyway. So I, I obviously I, I said I didn't want to spend too much time on it, but 
you know, never take my word for that when, when Tom Brady is the subject. It's, it always means we, we can go off rails. But I do want to talk about what else has been happening in the league the last couple of days. Obviously, um, we, we got wind or we learned about the lawsuit being filed by uh, former Dolphins uh, head coach Brian Flores alleging, you know, racism uh, within the hiring process when it comes to him potentially getting a Giants job and some past incidences with uh, the Broncos in 2019 when he was in the uh, the coaching uh, uh, you know cycle then um, this is huge for for so many so many reasons I mean you're talking about a guy who you know maybe we're just scratching the surface now but it, it cannot go understated it can't you can't say enough about how big of a risk and how you know what? Courageous. I mean, I, I hate overusing words like that because I, th- I think some, you know, courageous and that type of stuff equating, you know, uh, a world, um, you know, real world uh, 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 military type stuff to, to everyday type things. I, I think, again, can get a little bit overboard. But in, in this situation, it is courageous because he, you know, for all intents and purposes, is is a budding head coaching star in this league. You know, you want to know based on him getting fired by the Dolphins, but, you know, he's a a budding head coach who is potentially throwing away every opportunity he could have in the future to make things better for him and, and you know, those of, of uh, you know, uh, that aren't white coaches, basically. Everyone else but the old white coaches. And, and I mean, I, 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 I'm going to be interested to see how this plays out and, how, what information comes out because right off the bat, right off the bat, you have the NFL within, you know, what, an hour coming out and, and, and basically saying that the claims are meritless, which that says more about the NFL than it does about Brian Flores. Because to me, I, I'm sitting here thinking like, well, how the hell can you determine that this quickly? You know what I mean? Like, and, and, and <laughs> trust me, their history in terms of determining, you know, uh, uh, facts versus non-facts. I, I I don't trust the NFL to do that because well, they've never been able to do that. So what gives me the faith or gives me the confidence to think that hey they're going to be able to go through and actually you know they come out with this statement. I'm not going to sit there and be like oh well you know what maybe, maybe Brian Flores is just a little pissed off you know no no this tells me well the the NFL is clearly uh, I, look. <clears throat> Heads are going to roll in all of this. I, I think there's going to be a lot of, I mean, we're, we're already seeing uh, some some um, uh, collateral damage potentially when it comes to this lawsuit because it is against the NFL, it is against the Giants, and, and I believe the, the Broncos and, and Dolphins. But it's not so much just the, the, the hiring process, but the tidbit about Stephen Ross to offering Brian uh, Flores money to lose games. I, I mean, we all talked about it back then, John. Um, during the, that, it's tankathon for 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 the Dolphins. That's what they wanted to do: tank for Tua, tank for Tua. Remember that tank for Tua? You know, it was yep. all fun and games inside the media. But when you actually have, you know, owners encouraging coaches to lose games in order to get better, that that's a problem. I mean, talk about integrity issues. I mean, that is a massive, massive issue. Forget about Spygate and Deflategate and all these things that the NFL made such a huge deal about. This is a big deal. Purposely losing games is akin to fixing. And guess what? (laughs) We know how 
we know how people take uh, 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 how they react to to p- players or people or anyone fixing professional contests. They don't like it, and you know the the fact that this could blow up is 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 really just. Uh, it, it, it's almost like I'm, I'm I'm hoping it does. Like I want all this to blow up because I, I want it exposed. You have Hugh Jackson. I mean, good for him. He's coming out and saying a lot of the same things from his time with the Browns. And and would you be surprised, John? I mean, I think on on the surface we're sitting there saying like they are um, they are obviously wanting to lose games. Like the owners, you know, they'll they'll go out in the media and say, oh, we want to do that, we want to do that. But guess what? Yeah, they are. They're sitting there trying to lose games so they can get better draft picks. And guess what? Forget about the coach. I mean, who cares about Brian Flores' reputation? And good for him. I mean, the fact that he said, well, <laughs> that's not how I roll. I love that. I love that. Right. That that makes me love Brian Flores even more because it tells me that he is a man of integrity. So when he gets up here and he goes on national television, when he goes and, and has these interviews and sits there and says and decides that I'm going to be the face of this, I, I there's nothing I can't I, – I, I mean, the, the, the amount of uh, – uh, praise and just respect and just admiration I have for Brian Flores just went through the roof because I I think what he's doing is long, long overdue. I mean, I I, like, you know what, you know what I was thinking too? Uh, You know, it's like we're we're sitting potentially seeing the same exact situation that he's talking about, you know, when it comes to, you know, him going for an interview for the Giants when the reality of it is he wasn't getting the job. It was just, um, it was just a, it was a formality because they had to f- fulfill a requirement, which is again is is a. I mean, the Rooney Rule has been a crock for for a while. I mean, it's such a it, it's it, it's frustrating, John, because I, it's it, it's amazing that it's taken until now. It's twenty twenty two. It's taken until now for this type of thing to happen, and I don't blame anyone else for not doing what what Flores does. I mean, again, this is you know borderline career suicide. I mean, he may not get another job offer. I mean, maybe he does, maybe he doesn't. But that's the risk that he's taking for the betterment of what the NFL should be, and that is inclusion. That is not, you know, <laughs> I mean, how can you have a league where I think roughly 70% of the players are African-American and you have zero African-American owners, one currently African-American coach and if you believe the reports, the Vikings are set to, to hire Kevin O'Connell. So, you know, he's not going to obviously fill that void as well. So that's a problem. That's a problem. And when we can sit here and talk about, you know, in, 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 in not so subtle terms and say, oh, well, there's obviously some favoritism here, blah, 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 and just, you know, pass it off for years and years and years, then all of a sudden we sit there and realize, yeah, they're at a massive disadvantage. Imagine you know, I, I can imagine this conversation going on. You're an assistant coach. You're in a group. You know, there's few of you that are obviously, you know, on that on that path to becoming a uh, a head coach. Okay, and you get the interviews. You're telling me you're not sitting there thinking, you know, if you're an African American coach, thinking, is this going to be a waste of time? Am I going to go in and talk to Giants for eight hours just so they can check a box in their process? Because that's what it seems like. That's what it seems like this Rooney rule is being used for. And, you know, it's incredible. It's it's unfair. It's it's a massive uh, insult. And I can't believe right now in 2022 we're still dealing with it. So I'm, I'm eager to see what happens here. I'm eager to see what 
um, ultimately comes of this and what information comes out because you know from what we've heard from what we've heard so far um, the the <clears throat> excuse me um, the, 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 there's support there there's uh, people that are gonna back up his statements obviously Hugh Jackson is, is has made some similar claims about being told to, to, to lose games on purpose um, obviously both organizations have vehemently denied that you know that's not surprising that's just the process in which we go through um, but you know uh, in, in, on YouTube one of our comments right here makes uh, makes a great point David Culley the guy, I, I think we both sat there and said, I mean, given the circumstances, what he went through, he was basically a scapegoat for this organization to get past this Deshaun Watson nonsense, get past all this other nonsense that they've dealt with. And guess what? They kick him to the curb after one season. And I'm like, I'm sitting here thinking like, you know, how, how does that work? And all of a sudden you have you have guys that are uh, losing, uh, having losing seasons after losing seasons, being given opportunity after opportunity. I mean, how many times did Jason Garrett you know, have a mediocre team, and just because he clapped and the owner liked him, he get get the, got to keep his job. I mean, it's just it's absurd, and and I hope, I really hope that this, like, I hope this actually leads to some sort of change. And I'm not talking about bigger end racism patches on the back of people's helmets. Like, I mean that 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 was so transparently. <clears throat> I mean, if anyone didn't see that as what it was, and that was a band aid. To, to appease the the outraged public, then I don't know what to tell you. And 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 I've never, I've every time I see that on the back of an end zone or back of the helmet, I laugh because I say they don't mean it, they don't care. You know what I mean? Like there's there's no action being taken. Like they'll sit there and they'll they'll put out these quotes. So you know it's it's you know it's February, so it's it's Black History Month, so they're going to obviously celebrate all these things. But that that that's nothing to me. Okay, what that that is, that's all surface. There's no substance to it. And what they're doing is just using that surface to deflect from actually doing anything about any of these issues. Because guess what? What is a end racism uh, 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 on the back of the end zone going to do? What does that do? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> it, to me, it's kind of a, just a, a, a slap in the face to say, oh, you guys are stupid enough to believe that we can just write this stuff on the back of the end zone and everything's going to be all fine. The reality of it is business as usual, and it has been for years. Yeah, I mean, you can't have, you can't legislate ignorance or hatred. So obviously it has to come from within. And I look at a coach like Jim Caldwell, who look at the success he had. He coached mm -hmm. the Colts for three years, went to the Super Bowl his first year, made the playoffs his second year. And then in his third year, Peyton Manning was out for the year. So they, they tanked because they knew that they could get Andrew Luck with the first overall pick. He was the person that was mm -hmm. just taking the bullets there. Then they fired him. He became the offensive coordinator with the Baltimore Ravens when they won the Super Bowl in 2012, when Joe Flacco had a great, great postseason. Then he goes to Detroit for four years, 36-28, and 28, two playoff appearances in Detroit. That's known as a dynasty in Detroit. And then he gets let go from Matt Patricia, who was a disaster there. And now Jim Caldwell has been on a few interviews there's nine new jobs openings in the NFL and he can't be qualified for one of them. And just, just look at Brian Flores, incredible success with the Dolphins the last two years, 19 and 14 beat Belichick three out of four times that they with ownership actively I, wanting to lose too. I mean, with wanting to lose. Right. And, and then at that point, okay, he gets let go, whatever the team does what it wants. Why doesn't he get scooped up? I mean, Adam Gase was let go by the Dolphins. I believe 
four years ago. What happened was the Jets hired him like the next day, and he was a disaster with the Jets. At least he got a second chance. The black coaches don't tend to get many second chances, no. and that's just wrong. Well, and and and, and like uh, the Hawks says on, like I said on YouTube here, you can saw the comment just a minute ago. I mean, Dan Campbell. I mean, the guy, the guys talked about like, I mean, he's revered because he, you know, he he talks old school football. And look, I'm not, I'm not knocking Dan Campbell. I happen to like Dan Campbell. I, I, I do think um, there is something to say about his team playing for him. But again, that's the exact same thing you can say about David Coley. But right, that's exactly. not what's being said. What's being said is, well, David Coley failed. Well, no, he did not. He was put in a could not succeed situation. I mean, you went into that situation. I don't think anyone going into the year, especially with all the stuff going on with Sean Watson. I mean, he took the job in the middle of that. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Basically, to to take it on the rear end for the organization. What did the organization do? Kicked him to the curb. First time head coach. Kicked him to the curb after one year. You know, the guy's not that young either. So, you know, there, there may not be another opportunity for him. But, you know, the organization made him a scapegoat. And all too often, we see that with minority candidates as opposed to, you know, the Adam Gases of the world. Like, we all know Adam Gase is a bad coach. Like, the second the Jets hired him, I laughed. I laughed, I laughed, I laughed. I, I mean, I, like, stomach laughed, Sean, because I was like, this is absolutely absurd. Like, why would you, watching what you saw in Miami, sit there and say, oh, you know what? This is the guy. No, no. So, um, <clears throat> you know, like I said, there, there's... This is this is obviously not um, going to be over anytime soon. Um, this is this is something that uh, will certainly continue to play out. And I, I hope, like I know, uh, actually Flores did go on an interview with the Saints, and I'm hoping mm -hmm. I'm hoping that you know maybe he does get a job out of all this. It, but uh, but that doesn't that shouldn't stop what's happening and what's in progress now, which right. is you know the wheels are in motion to hopefully hopefully actually make a change and if it ends with bigger font on the, on the text in the back of the end zone then i'm just going to throw my papers up in there and say you know what uh, it, 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 nothing's going to change at this point and yeah, it's a damn exactly shame. so yeah i mean and, and you brought up a good point with david tully he went four and 13 with probably the worst roster in the afc dan campbell went 313 and one um with the worst roster in the nfc and he's being lauded as this great leader this great coach and david cully's out of a job i thought they were the two worst teams in football i, I would be surprised if the lions or texans won more than two games this year and both actually overperformed so they both should be praised instead cully gets let go and then the nfl will throw up well we've got other minority candidates robert sala the head coach of the jets he's considered a minority because he's a muslim i, I wasn't aware that that's a minority it's a religion right i mean he's of lebanese extraction uh, so now they're kind of putting that into, well, he's a minority. Or um, Ron Rivera is Mexican-American, just generation Mexican-American. They're calling him a minority as well. Um, but the NFL is just and, – and this is the individual teams. I don't know if Flores gets a job only because he's now suing the NFL and the Saints are 132nd of the NFL. So yeah. that would be kind of an interesting situation to have a coach uh, leading you who 
at the same time, was suing don't, the league. Don't, uh, don't, don't overestimate the owner's ability to make the right PR move, though. Oh, of course. And, and, oh, and, no, and no. That's, they're, and that's, they're pretty good at that. Yeah, and that's part of the that's part of the issue, too. That's part of the, the, the thing, too. It's like, you know, they look at it as like, okay, how can we fix this from a PR standpoint? All right, stickers right. on the back of the helmets. We're, yep, we're going to exactly. have a moment of silence. We're all going to have a weekend where we put, you know, uh, Black Lives Matter on our cleats and end racism yep. and all that stuff. And then a week later, we forget about it. Because guess what? We did what? We, Super Bowl. we yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm sure the Super Bowl is going to be Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg and Mary J. Yeah, Bly. and 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 it's, this will keep everybody happy. Yeah, it's 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 so, uh, to me. And again, I don't know if everyone sees it, and I'm not sitting here saying that I, I see things that others don't. I'm just saying to me, it's very transparent in a bad in a very oh, bad way, and and Terrible. I just don't see how others. Ha- maybe they do see it. Maybe and they, and that's part of the problem, John. Maybe they do see it, and they're like, "Well, that's the NFL." And that's a problem right. in and of itself because you've come to expect that. So, uh, this is like I said, this isn't over. We're going to talk more about this tomorrow. Um, next week, obviously, we'll, we'll we'll you know keep you updated on everything that's happening. Give our opinion on what what has happened uh, from this point on. But of course, we're going to dive into the actual Super Bowl that is uh, getting set to be played in ten days. By the way, so. Um, but we are going to cut it short. I know my man John's got things to do. He's got you know people to see, you know deals to make, swinging and dealing, all that stuff. <laughs> so uh, it's probably not like an eye doctor or anything like that. I'm sure. I'm sure it's some you know high intensity. Maybe Something going to the casino or something. Maybe you know. No, 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 no. Ba- it back is the to eye a deal. Oh, okay. All right. No, it's, well. it's the eye doctor, and it's actually kind of an emergency appointment. I want to go in there and have them take care of some problems before waiting till uh, an appointment three weeks away. Why? 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 Yeah. Not do today what you. Have, well, I don't even know what the thing is. Why not do today what you? Have, uh, never mind. I don't know. What to say. <laughs> just, just quit while you're ahead. That's it. Quit while you're ahead. Well, like like I said, fortunately, um, like I said, I think your eyes are getting fixed because you're starting to come around on Aaron yeah. Rodgers. So uh, that's yeah. a good thing. That's a good thing. You're actually seeing what I see. Uh, but no, thank you everyone for tuning in. We will, uh, like I said, we'll be back tomorrow. We'll probably mention a little bit of the Super Bowl and kind of dive into a little bit more of what comes out. Uh, but in the meantime, give us a follow on Twitter at full Pre- or at FPC Radio Live. Uh, if you're not already, check out our uh, Instagram. I know all the kids are into Instagram, and we're trying to we're trying to up our game over there with some some cool news. And uh, we're going to be doing some giveaways. So give a give a search on that at Full Press Coverage on Instagram, and of course wherever you. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, whatever. Just search and you'll you'll find us. So, all right, guys. John, have a great day. Listeners, you too. thank you very much for tuning in. We will be back tomorrow. Enjoy your Thursday. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.